Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. It is the Odd Couple. I am Chris. He is Rob. We are live from the Fox Sports Radio studio. We'll do it live! And we got our man Rob Woodson, the Hall of Famer, joining us at the bottom of the hour. I guess we'll get into that Steelers debacle with him, Rob. That was so bad. That that was so bad, Chris. And I I, I didn't think Pittsburgh had a chance. I know that it was, I don't know, close for the first uh, half Right, and then once uh, First Kansas five City possessions, broke Kansas City didn't do it. three punts, uh, interception, yeah, interception, right. It just didn't look good, yeah. but I still thought once right. they break through, they'll be all right. Uh, they, Honestly, Pittsburgh just Rob, doesn't have anything. It Pittsburgh this year, and Big Ben, we know had a great career. We'll see him in his Hall of Fame induction. But Rob, it looked like, and this was what was going through my mind watching that game last night. They were kind of playing one sided football. Like it was all defense. Right. Like, their offense can't do anything. No. Yeah, okay, they scored some touchdowns late. It's over. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, but those are that. that's all that mop-up work. You know right. that. that. That ain't no in, in the real scheme of the game. Right. So, it was like they're playing one-sided football. They, they got no chance of scoring with the offense. All right, we are brought to you by AutoZone because AutoZone has the free services you need to help you get back on the road, such as their free AutoZone Fix Finder service. Plus, they've got more than 5,600 locations nationally, folks. And because of that, they're here to help you save time and money with those free services. Getting the job done just got easier. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. All right, Rob, you and I talked there. Obviously, we watched all the games. And there were a few that I was really intrigued by. I, I I wanted to see Kansas City because you know they were my pick to win the Super Bowl. So I wanted to see what they looked like. But I, I like you, I thought it would be a route, and it was. Tampa Bay, same thing. I, I picked them to get the Super Bowl. Didn't feel like Philadelphia was any sort of threat. They can't, they they can't score, Chris. They, They're similar, right, to Pittsburgh. Just, I mean, that, all they do is run. All they do is run the football, and it's, it's not good. Jalen Hurts, I'm telling you, if I'm an Eagles fan or I'm the organization, Chris, I mean, he's a talented guy. He can do a lot of stuff. But I don't know if – how could – are you going to win a Super Bowl with him at quarterback? His ceiling, Rob, I don't even know if he could get here. I think I'm being generous. His ceiling is probably Dak Prescott. Would and I don't, even know if he could, I don't even know if he could get there. I don't there. think he could throw like Dak. Yeah, no. He probably can't even throw like Dak. So, but I, I, not... you know, I'm a big intangibles guy. I do think Jalen has them. I do think Dak has them. But you also need the physical skills and abilities too to win big. And um, if you're just that, one, if you're one dimensional, Chris, you know, like it's it's even like Lamar even just developed the throw. You just can't run or just can't throw on every down. I mean, it, right. you know what I mean? Like you if, can't if play even like that. Lamar has to throw, Rob. Right? Come on. I mean, as good as Jalen is with the run game, he's not. He's not close to what Lamar Jackson is. And and not then right. And then when he throws it, he threw two picks, you know, like right. 
Right. And, and it, it's that was a bad game. It just well, was. One of the games, obviously, the Dallas San Fran game was a good one, and we were looking forward to that. Cincinnati Vegas was pretty good. Um, I think Cincinnati, you know, looked good, and they're going to be tough to handle. But the game I was another game I was really looking forward to and thought would be good, Rob. I I thought Buffalo was going to beat New England, but I thought it'd be by three points. And we picked in our picks, I picked New England to lose, but cover. And uh, obviously they got blasted. Bill Belichick, Rob, it was his worst ever game as a coach in well, the playoffs. The, the Bills scored on, on, on their first every seven single, possessions. Well, every single possession right? other than when they, you know, Kneel knelt down, down to, to end the game. That's never happened. They never punted, obviously. I uh, saw a it, game it like ridiculous. that against New Orleans played Detroit. Uh, and the Saints did that to the Lions at Ford Field. Was it a playoff game? No, not a, not in the playoff. Just a regular season game. But wow. they scored on they scored on every possession, Chris, and and they were in the red zone and they kneeled down in the red zone. They could have scored again if they wanted to. They just That's kneeled unbelievable. down. Unbelievable, unbelievable. But the th- Josh Allen, Robin, we know he's a bit up and down, and obviously some other quarterbacks have certainly had great games against Belichick in the playoffs. But Josh Allen owns the Patriots. He owns them. Rob, in the last two years, since he became an elite quarterback, in the last two years, they played five times. They've won, Buffalo's won four of them. In the last four games, they've obviously won three of them. And Josh threw for 300 plus yards in three of those games, including Saturday. And he threw for 12 touchdowns, no picks in those three games, Rob. Mm. Yeah, five on Saturday. And the one game that, Belichick and the Patriots stopped him in was the windstorm. Right. Right. When they, when they ran the ball and only yeah. threw two passes the entire game, right. or two or the three elements, passes. Three passes. The elements were a big factor in that. So it's inter- it's going to be interesting going forward what New England does to beat Josh Allen. I like Mac Jones. I think he's a good, you know, he had a really good season for a rookie quarterback. I think he's a game manager. Can he progress beyond that? We'll have to see. But I think he's going to have to. I don't think just being a game manager is going to be enough, Rob, when you've got Josh Allen in that division. And that's not even to mention the other great quarterbacks, young quarterbacks in the AFC. Yeah, I I, I agree. I think people went crazy in Gaga when they won those seven games in a row. All right. And they were crowning them. Super Bowl. <laughs> and, and who was it? Edelman just bet, just threw away $100,000. Like seriously, Chris. Like he, he really thought it would to me, man. Dude, are, are you like <laughs> you seriously? <laughs> like, can you imagine plopping down a hundred? Because you bought into the hype. You've been sold a bill of goods. You really thought, Chris. The history is no rookie quarterbacks ever gotten to the Super right, Bowl. Right. So right and there is, is a bad bet. Win? It's a bad bet unless. If I bet a hundred thousand, I'm gonna get a million dollars. You know what I mean? Like the right. I got, I'd have to get something so uh, gigantic for me to make that kind of. I don't know what the payout was, well, but to bet a hundred yeah. hundred thousand, Rob G, try to find out what the odds were, what what his payout would have been. Doubt, yeah, but but you know what I'm saying, Chris. I I just don't. I thought it was over, overdone, overcooked. I knew Buffalo. Remember, I told you going into the playoffs in the AFC. That's your pick, right? That's my pick because the, the, I picked the Ravens. They obviously didn't make the playoffs, but I picked the Bills. And I and I said they had a an up-and-down season. They were great early on. You remember the, the, the big win at Kansas City, Chris? 
they kicked the Chiefs' butt there, and I was like, wow, okay. Then they fell off, and they couldn't score a touchdown against Jacksonville. I mean, that was the low. Right. It was that bad. Right. But they have all the weapons. They got some experience. They were in the postseason last year. They they can do some damage, and we saw now they're going to score every – now they're playing the Chiefs. All I'm gonna tell you That's is take the game, take man. the over, Chris. I'm a, I'm I running agree. to Vegas with the over. I mean, with I those agree. two teams. Come on, man. I think it's gonna be a high scoring game, and you know they both have really good defenses. But I think Rob, it's gonna be a great game, and you know, obviously, I got the Chiefs. You got the Bills, but it's gonna be a barn. I'm a little worried as a Chiefs guy. You know what I mean? As no, the guy right. Pick them. I mean, I'm concerned because Buffalo. If Buffalo brings its A game, that's when it's going to be tough. If they, You know, sometimes, like you said, they lost to Jacksonville. Right. Sometimes they just don't show up. But I, I think they've matured. I think they've learned some lessons from the regular season. And uh, obviously, you know, they got over a huge mental hurdle, not only by beating Belichick, Rob. But the but way they did it. Stone right. Bright. See, I this agree with you. I, defensive genius. I, I think you feel really good and confident. You can't stop us. We got that kind of offense. Right. We're not afraid of anything. And Bill Belichick's always had a history of these great defenses, you know, or top five defenses. Yep. And, and, uh, and Kansas City, you know, really wasn't tested that much. Um, with the cheat, I mean, with the uh, Steelers. So this is a this is a big game. I mean, this is one of those games. I don't know what the line is yet, Chris. Did you see it? Uh, yeah, I haven't seen it. Rob G, we need the line on that. And what's the over under? Because I'm guessing it's got to be 53 or 55 as the over under number, somewhere around there. Yeah, got to yeah. be high. Well, one one thing about this weekend, and I mentioned some of the blowouts, Rob. Uh, two, there were two really good games, and then three blowouts. You didn't like it. Uh, you don't like the addition of that seventh team. No. And you you feel like this weekend was was Exhibit A argument, I guess. Exhibit A, Chris. And you know, I got on I got into it uh on Twitter with a p- couple of people and some people are just like, Well, NFL game, I don't care. And as long as there's another football game on, I don't buy that. I really want to see some good games, Chris. I don't want to see uh, non-competitive, unwatchable football. And to me, it felt like um, the Eagles didn't belong, right, in the playoffs. And it felt like uh, Pittsburgh didn't belong in the playoffs. That's what it felt like to me. And and those are the seven, those are the teams that you, you put in there because the league wants more playoff money and more TV revenue and all that. And and I just hope the NFL doesn't get to that point where it messes with the in, in, integrity, and I mean by putting in fodder and teams that just can't compete with the good upper echelon teams. And that's what it felt like. Three of the five games shouldn't have been horrendous blowouts, Chris. That That's not the playoffs. Right. I mean, the Buffalo-New England game was a stunner. Nobody really expected that. Oh, Nobody I was right. The- the over-under is 55. <laughs> is. 55? Yeah, yeah. And Kansas but, um, City minus two and a half. Okay. Okay, they're favored by two. Two and um, a half. I, I like the addition, but more so for what it did to the regular season. That last weekend, a lot of times that last weekend doesn't mean anything, right? It was great this year. I mean, and not only because we obviously had the Rams – was it the Rams Niners game? 
No, not the Rams. Well, we had the Chargers and the Raiders, which was a great game. And then was it the Rams and the Niners, right? The Niners had to win that game to get in. So you, but beyond those great games, Rob, you had other stuff happening. Like when Indianapolis lost to Jacksonville, uh, it was like the implications of that for other teams. You know, um, so I loved, I thought the seven teams was good because it just made the last weekend so incredible and dramatic. But I think what the NFL may do, Robin, look, it, it, at the end of the day, it's all about money. So if they're making money, it might not matter. No, they're not going to change anything. You know right. that, right. But but we've seen, Rob, in fact, we always talk about Eli Manning, you know, and they're winning the Super Bowl. They they Didn't they win both of those as wild cards? Yeah. I think, right? So we've seen wild cards. I think when Aaron Rodgers won his Super Bowl, I think they were a wild card. If I'm not no, they didn't win. Yeah, I don't think they yeah, won they the division. I don't think so. They were, they were a wild card. They, but there's a difference true. between being a wild I don't have a problem with the wild card. I just right. think the seventh team, what, like, what, why, are you that sixth team? Are you that yeah? Like, team? I thought right, that that was there was nothing broken with that, Chris. I just these two teams just didn't feel like they belonged. Like Pittsburgh tied Detroit. They were what? Were, what was their record? You know, like it was. It was like barely five hundred or one game over five hundred. That's not Which a playoff is not team. Unusual. To me. You see teams getting the play. Sometimes, mm-hmm. I mean, we remember. We Did saw you think Seattle those were playoff under- teams, though? I'm just asking. Yeah, I mean, just because they made the play, <laughs> like this. The I didn't mean it like that. I, I well, here's what I was gonna say. I think if we, if over the next five years, Rob. 95, 90% of these two seven matchups are routes, then I think the NFL has to rethink it. And again, they might not if it's making money. Right. But my point with the wild card teams winning Super Bowls is that that proves, okay, you can have a fifth, sixth team in the playoffs. That's okay, right? Because some so they're they're deserving. And sometimes they win. I don't have a but problem with the wild card. Team, if that seventh team can't ever even be competitive, right? Then what's the point? Well, that that that's what I'm saying is like that's the feeling I got this weekend and I was bummed out. This year it was like that. Yeah, it was like that and we'll but see like you say going forward. We'll see, right. But 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 it was a killer for me because I wanted to watch some good football and instead I'm flipping around for a Golden Girls uh, marathon. I mean, that's that's just Chris was even flipping around for a Golden that's Girls marathon. That's the easiest marathon. thing to find in the world, I'm sure. Yes. Did you find it? I, I found it. <laughs> All right. Hey, on this on this today is Betty White's would have been her 100th birthday today, Chris. Really? Really? Yeah. Today wow. would have been a 100th so birthday. So she died at 99. At 99 on New Year's Eve. Yep. Wow. Wow. To, uh, hey, we all should be so lucky. Right? 99 and she was still working. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. All right. 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. Did the slew of blowouts over the weekend prove that expanding the playoffs to seven teams was a bad idea? Your turn to weigh in with Chris and Rob, the odd couple, Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Mike check. Mike check. If you want exclusive insight from the biggest names in the sports game, what's good? This is national champion and former pro baller Chris Johnson. Let me tell you a little bit about my new series, KJ Live. KJ Live is the only show featuring me going one-on-one with the brightest basketball minds on the planet to get the real. And when I say real... 
I mean that real. I got legendary Hall of Famers, elite coaches, and the top basketball insiders bringing you a unique perspective on all things hoops culture that you will not find anywhere else. To make your next move your best move and tap in with me on KJ Live, wherever you get your podcast from. All right, it is the Odd Couple coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. <clears throat> real credit card questions require real people, you know, folks that understand your issues and work to resolve them with you. That's why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based representatives who are available 24-7. Discover, exceptionally common since 877-99 on Fox. Your turn to weigh in is seven teams in the playoffs a bad idea and were the blowouts this weekend exhibit a all right let's kick it off with andrew in austin texas you're on the odd couple fox sports radio what up andrew hey what's up what's up man so obviously i want competitive playoff football too but i wonder if there's a trade-off in that up until this year six teams make the playoffs top two get a bye, and then this year seven teams make the playoffs, and the number two seed has to play a game. So even though this year was underwhelming games against Philadelphia and Pittsburgh, at least the second seed had to play a game instead of getting a week off. So you, you don't think, my call. You don't think a second-seeded team deserved a week off, basically, is what you're saying? Well, that yeah. might be the trade-off is that they don't get – a free week they have to play yeah, a game no, even that, if it's against an underwhelming team. Yeah, yeah I just that's the trade off. Yeah, I, I just I, I just I want some, I What's just want some competitive games to watch. Route? Right. Yeah. Uh well, do you Tim, know what though, Rob, the difference is a a, a guy on a second seed team could get hurt. Yeah, that's true. Which no nobody wants, right? No, but it's football. It can happen. Right. right. Tim in Georgia, you're on the odd couple of Fox Sports Radio. What up, Tim? Hey, what's up, guys? How's it going? How are you? What's up? Good, good. How's he? He laying on his couch, toes up, (laughs) pillow behind his head. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Hey, yeah, man, man, I'm chilling. Hey, what's up? Uh, I'm kind of going to give him a pass a little bit this year because maybe like COVID, because there were some teams that, you know, maybe they lost some games because they didn't have players playing and maybe some other teams may have been in the playoffs this year. Had it not been for some of the COVID protocols, so maybe in like a regular year, see how it pans out, and maybe some teams like the Ravens or the Vikings get in the playoffs, and maybe they get better games. So I'll give them a pass. That's not a bad point, Rob. That's not a bad because there are teams we thought were better than Pittsburgh and Philadelphia, right? That didn't make the playoffs. Yeah, but 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 I'm saying I I get that. I get that point, but. There's a chance that that bad teams get in. That that's the problem. You know what I mean? Like if you don't have that, Chris, then you're right. Those other teams might not be in, but they're way more deserving than than the teams that that did get in. I'm uh, I, I want to watch it because I, I do. And again, maybe money would stop him from doing this. But if it's every year for the next five years, that seven seed is getting blown away, or you know. 90% of the time, then what's the point? And and hopefully they will revisit it. But I'll watch it. Right. No doubt. All right. Uh, let's go to Andre in Massachusetts. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Andre? What's going on? Thanks for taking the call. Listen, Rob, you had to 
changed the channel over to Golden Girls, Google. They they did a nice thing today. If you uh, if you Google Betty White's name, they had a nice shout out. You know, so I think that you'll appreciate that. And obviously, when you're watching the Patriots game and the Eagles game, they were so one sided. You know, you had to you had to change the channel. For me, it's twofold. <laughs> the other games uh, were somewhat competitive. Pittsburgh hung around with KC in the second quarter, and then you know KC you know uh, made That's their run. That's somewhat it, it, competitive. I mean, Andre, I hear you. You're trying to sugarcoat it, we're but let's about be 20 honest. Minutes. Okay. They got blown. Like, there were three games that were unwatchable after Kansas City started scoring. You got to admit that. Okay. So, yes, uh, point taken there. But to me, the economic argument is Roger Goodell has made it clear. No, the we NFL got it. Needs to get, yes, they got to get to the $25 billion valuation. They're at 16. And so he's doing what he needs to do. Okay for competitive balance. Uh, I'll take that argument, but it also gives those teams, those franchises, some life later on in the season. The NBA is trying to do that in terms of parity, and so Playing, I have right. no problem with it. You know, you know, you have. Well, uh, that's what coach, I said, you know, Andre. I thought it was great for the regular season. We'll see if it, you know, remains. Yeah, bad I mean, hey, you guys want to watch? You'll be watching the USFL when it kicks off in February or whenever. But I won't be watching, and I won't be watching bad football. All I'm saying is. I, I turn off bad football. I do. I'm not even kidding you. If a game is a blowout, I, I turn it I, off. I still like I, watching. I could watch, you know, I want to see what Mahomes did, what Allen did. Um, but, I, you know, like I said, I, I liked it for the regular season, not so much the playoffs. We'll see going forward what it's like. We'll ask Rod Woodson, the Hall of Famer, who joins us next. But first. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. That's right. He's a Hall of Famer. Fox Sports Radio NFL analyst, our man Rod Woodson. What's up, brother? How are you? What up, Rod? What's up, my brothers from another mother? Great to have you on, man, as always. Uh, Let's get right to it. Rob and I were just talking about the addition of the seventh team to the playoffs. And obviously it didn't go well for either of them, the Eagles, got blown out, yep. uh, as did the uh, – who was the AFC? Steelers, Steelers. Uh, got blown out. Your Steelers. I thought the seven team was great for the regular season because, you know, that last Sunday was just awesome with all the drama. But obviously right. it didn't work out in the first – you know, this is the first year. They don't year, belong, Rob. They, they don't yeah, belong. Yeah, they got blasted. Rob doesn't think they think it works out at all and wish they'd change it. Where are you at on it, a seven team? Listen, the NFL is in it to make money, Yes. So more regular season games, 17. You got more playoff teams, 17. You got more more viewing eyes on TV. You got the first Monday night playoff game in the right. history in the National Football League tonight. We're watching it. Everybody's watching it around the globe. So it, it's about making money. It's, it's not about making sense to us. Um, you know, I, I, and I don't think that it's going to be a bad thing overall. Um, most of the teams that are going to get in are going to have winning records. Not like before where we've had losing records before, right? And, and, yeah, and I don't think that's going to happen anymore. I think most teams that are going to get in are going to have winning records. And I think it'll even itself out. Um, I mean, the Steelers, everything has kind of fell their way, right? And they got in. And, luck, and, and glad for Ben that he went out that way. Uh, even though you know it was a playoff loss, but he still got to the postseason. Right. You know the Eagles, they played the best football down the backstretch. They didn't really play anybody. 
I was going to say that's how they got in. Yeah, but they still won. You know, so you you, you play who you play. And, you know, every team, every time they played a good team, they got beat. Um, And they got beat by the Bucs. So, you know, I don't think it's a bad thing. I think overall it's going to be pretty good going down the road. I think those 17 seed teams in the future might be a little bit better. How about the Cowboys and what the debacle that was? I mean, this is a team every year, you know, Rod, oh, yeah, they got all the pieces. Oh, you don't want to see the Cowboys this year. They're going to be a tough out. And they fizzle, and they they, they were bad yesterday. Undisciplined, all the penalties. Dak Prescott with the – Draw play to run out the clock. I mean, what what did you think about uh, the Cowboys and their performance yesterday? Well, I can just say that uh, you know penalties. You know, overall is is you know, coaches you know don't teach guys getting penalized, right? So obviously that's something they they definitely got to work on moving forward. Uh, do you not the put that on the coach so much? I I yes, I do put it on them because they got to overemphasize it. Um, and because it, because it came back to bite him in the in the butt, right? And um, some penalties, you know, if you just get beat physically and you you know and you tackle a guy because he's going after your quarterback, you know, sometimes that's acceptable. But you know, pre-snap penalties are unacceptable uh, any time of the year, especially the playoffs. Hmm. And then you go down to 14 seconds, uh, and you go, you know, because norm- the 14 second window. You can normally get a playoff and clock it within like a 12 to 14-second window, but it got to be like a 10-yard play. Once you go past 10 yards. He ran man, 17. You're, yeah, you're really cutting it close, and he cut it too close. And he, on top of that, he didn't hand the ball to the ref. The ref had to spot the ball, game over. And, and, they, really and they're what, criticizing the ref who's trying to knock players over to get to the ball or give him a chance. He had to to even yeah, get to the ball. Every player knows, and I listen. I I don't play. I've never played offense. Well, I played a couple snaps of offense in my time in the NFL. But you know, everybody knows when you at the end of the game when you have no timeouts and you're down on the clock, you hand that ball to the ref. Two minute situation. You always hand the ball to the ref so he can get it back to spot the ball faster right. than normal. Everybody knows that. I have a problem with the play call because you say it's a quarterback draw. You got to tell Dak, Dak, you can't go. You got to get 12, 10 to 12 right. slide and then hand the ball to the ref. Yep. Obviously, yep. that was not communicated to, to Dak, and, you know, obviously the game was over. So, Rod, where are you at on Mike McCarthy? Uh, Steven uh, Jones said he's very likely to be back. He's confident he'll be back. Some people think he should be fired. Where are you at on that? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to say firing. Um, he needs to work on his clock management. <laughs> After I can say that. And he, he's, a long, he's, a, he's a long-time coach. That's what I was going to say. He's a long-time right. coach. You some know? dudes are bad at that. Andy Reid, you know, and some guys, it just isn't their thing, but that can hurt your team. It, it does hurt your team. But you know what I would tell him is that he should – he knows he's not good at it. So somebody else should be Delicate. in his ear talking to him, helping him out. And is it Dan Quinn? You know, somebody has to be helping him. But, you know, I just think somebody needs to be there in his pocket telling him, man, we need to call a timeout. This should be – they got analytics for everything. He need, to get, he need to get one guy just for analytics for timeouts. 
and, and clock management. Yeah, I what, feel you. What'd you make of the Bills? That's my pick in the AFC. Uh, they stumbled in the middle of the year. They even got uh, – remember, they couldn't even get a touchdown against Jacksonville. They lost some games. You couldn't believe they lost. But they put it on Bill Belichick and his defense. What did you make of the Bills, and how strong are they going forward? Man, I tell you what, if Leslie Frazier doesn't get a real opportunity to be a head coach again in the National Football League, it's a travesty. I'm just mm-hmm. going to say that. Because he was you know, with DeBall, the Vikings. He did a nice job, right, a couple he years? He did a nice job. and I mean, under the circumstances up there, right? Right. But I just think, you know, first of all, minority co- – Minority coaches, normally head coaches, never get a second chance in the National Football League. They get one, they're done, they're out. Usually. You know, it's very, very, very rare that they get second chances. So yeah. I would hope his performance for their defense throughout this year, even last year, and even though they're giving a lot of credit to Sean McDermott because he's the head coach and he's even the guy, Leslie's a D.C. Right. It's, it's, he should get the credit. And, and I right. think Sean should get credit for the overall team because they got a good football team. It's going to be a hard out. Whoever is going to play these guys, they, and they, they play, play the outstanding next. football, uh, right? So thirty this, seconds. You know, and, you go, go ahead. I'm sorry. And they put it on the Chiefs last time they played them. So you know, you know, I think it won't be a, a blowout like that. It's going to be a good game, and it's, I think we're going to see some big plays uh, come next week. If you can tell us in thirty seconds, who do you like in Chiefs Chiefs Bills, and then Forty ers Packers? Because I think that's a good game too. I tell you what, that 49ers that 49ers Packer game is going to be a really good game. Uh, you know, if the 49ers can go out and be physical again and run the football, they're going to be a tough out because they got a solid defense. These guys have been good for what four years in a row now, right? You know, five years in a row, something like that. They they've been a, a good defense. Shit, so shit that's going to be a good game. I still I still I still give it to Green Bay. And then I still believe Kansas City can win at home. I'm going to take the home teams. Okay. Okay. All right. That's the Hall of Famer, one of the best to ever do it, Rod Woodson. We appreciate you, man. I appreciate you, my brothers. All right, brother. And uh, Rob, the L.A. Rams, Odell Beckham Jr. just caught the go-ahead touchdown pass, 7-0. Man, this is just making Baker Mayfield look worse and worse. I mean, Beckham is becoming a a real weapon for them. I mean, great catch. His he's been he's been looking great with them. So, Rams are up a six zero. We'll see. They get the extra point and go up. But uh, we got more of the odd couple coming your way. Keep it locked, Chris and Rob, Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. All right. It is the uh, couple, Chris and Rob, coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. And if you're a valued customer, you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation from your credit card company. That's why Discover Card matches all the cash back that you earn at the end of your first year. Discover, exceptionally common sense. Learn more. At discover.com slash match limitations do apply. Rob, it's Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Obviously a man we both respect greatly and are thankful for, as should all Americans be. I always say, Rob, he didn't just, don't don't ever get it twisted that, oh, he just helped black Americans. No, he helped all Americans. No, not just Americans of color, but all Americans, white Americans too. The behavior that was being 
exhibited toward black people in particular, other people of color as well, was hellish. And Martin Luther King taught against that and taught people to behave better. And uh, so he helped not just blacks, he helped whites and many other people as well. But Rob, uh, why don't you share some thoughts and then I'll share a few more thoughts on. Yeah, I mean, uh, Martin Luther King Jr. is uh, talk about the ultimate sacrifice going against um, the the norm or the standard or whatever and not being uh, willing to accept it. And I think that's what people need to learn. Like things don't always go your way. But if you believe in what's right, you know, I think people to this day, man, too many people conform, Chris, look the other way and aren't willing to fight for what's right. I'm serious. I I believe in that. And um, when people are mistreated or not taken care of or, or not treated right, you got to say something. Good people. I always say the only people worse than the people, Chris, doing bad stuff to people are the good people who are silent, who don't say anything. That's how you change society. The good people say, no, this is not right. We can't have this. We're not, yeah. we're not going to allow it. Our life is good, so we're going to ignore what's happening to the other people. No, that, that's not what good people do. So, you know, obviously he has a special, part, special place in my heart, and his ultimate sacrifice was his life. Um, so I'm glad that we is have the this ultimate day. sacrifice. It is. Absolutely. He could have easily just been a a safe middle-class preacher. Yeah. <laughs> you know, had a nice little life, might still be living today, but he gave his life, uh, for other people, uh, including us. But I'm going to talk about it, Rob, from a sports perspective, since that's what we do. And, you know, Dr. King really fought for a true meritocracy. Right. Where where people could make gains and, you know, benefit in life and progress in life and do what they wish based on their merit, not the color of their skin. And back then, of course, if you were African-American, then you could only go so far. Uh, and that wasn't very far at all uh, before Dr. King came and got the laws changed. Um, and in sports, you know. When you look at on the field, that's about the closest thing to a true meritocracy you see in America. Even that has been tainted. I mean, even now you're just starting, you know, the last, what, 10 years to see anybody be able to compete for quarterback, regardless of your skin color, right? If you're the best quarterback, black, white, whatever, you can play the position. But... Um, sports, I, I agree, Rob, on the field, it is the closest thing to a meritocracy, but it's not overall a meritocracy yet. And that is, is mainly not one of those in the front offices and in the, uh, coaching on the coaching groups, the coaching staffs. And that's why you do see so few African-Americans. It's not because there aren't many deserving African-Americans out there to be coached. Right now, you got one black head coach in the NFL. Now, you'll probably get one or two hired in these six or seven jobs that are available, but that'll still only be three in, in a league of 32 teams. And 
this problem with the front offices, Rob, and the coaching staffs not being a meritocracy is that on the field, everything is objective, right? It's clear who's faster, who's better, who's stronger, who can throw it better, all of that. So you can't really judge that by skin color. You just got to – you're trying to win. You have to go with the best player regardless of color. In the front office, head coaches, right? It's subjective. There's all a lot subjective. of people that can do it, and it's right. It's like, oh, I think this guy can do it. We don't know. No. And that's the problem with it. That's where yep. you see the racism. Because, Chris, all you got to do is say, oh, I just – the other guy didn't answer the questions or I didn't like his game plan. It's all subjective or arbitrary. We, we deal with it in our business as writers, Chris, and you know writing is very subjective. Yes. It's yes. different from – he misspelled a word or a grammar. Let that we all can be criticized for. Right. But right. somebody could read my story, a hundred people, and ninety say they like it, and ten say they don't like it. And if it's the boss who runs the paper, then I then I'm I'm out or I'm not getting that job. Am I right? Right. Right. No, it's it's very subjective. There's no doubt about it. Um and that's where the, the racism becomes a problem when stuff is subjective. And so that's why on the fields, you see it, you know, it's a lot different than the rest of society. Because most of society is subjective to some degree. Who you know, even Rob, if you don't, even if you think the African-American candidate was good, he did a good job, you don't have to badmouth him. But I thought this guy was better. Right? That's just subjective, though. The resumes are the same. Maybe the African-American's resume is even better. So we got a ways to go, but let's keep working. Keep it locked.